inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Force Fan Podcast. Adrian, has your evening been illuminating? Yeah, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. This podcast is (laughs) over. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist, sorry. And just like that, three years worth of podcasting down the down the toilet, down the refresher. Bye bye, four cent podcast. Uh it's it's been a wild run. It's been real. It's been cool. It's been illuminating. I've been uh, waiting all day for that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was having a pretty good day until that. (laughs) What was your question, Adrian? I forgot now. You totally forgot. Was it worth it? Did you do it? What did it cost? <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> I hope your kids wake up. <laughs> no, I don't. I hope they feel better. Me too. <laughs> anyway, before that, yes, my evening has been illuminating. How about your evening? It's been very illuminating. I am waiting for further illumination. I can't. I can't commit to the gag. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. We're, we're talking about Project Luminous, and it made Cat Ray crazy. Two sorry. years of waiting, and she lost it. <laughs> I think only one year of waiting. Um, it's been 50 years. Pretty, pretty busy. <laughs> It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today, yes, today is the day. Um, We're recording on Monday, February 24th. And tonight is the night that uh, Lucasfilm and the publishing arm of Lucasfilm has been revealing what Project Luminous is all about, which has been hyped for, gosh, I want to say at least like 10 months now. It's been a while. Maybe... It feels like more. I mean, I honestly think it. this came up at Celebration or right after. Maybe. Maybe that's too early. But any in any case, it feels like it's been a very long time. Um, I don't think it's been quite a year, but close to it. That there's been this secret Project Luminous that's been in the works, um, and we've only gotten very few tidbits. Mainly, we knew who was involved in Project Luminous, but not anything about it. Um, And basically, um, what it comes down to is that Project Luminous is a publishing project um, that's going to span various um, media comics, novels, um, but they're all going to be interconnected. It's all connected, people. It's all connected. The force brings us together. You know, I'm I'm looking at the author list here and uh, we got a we got a pretty good bad batch of, of creatives running this thing. <laughs> yeah, they um they really pulled kind of the best of the best from the new canon books. We have Claudia Gray, Justina Ireland, Kevin Scott, Charles Soule, Daniel Jose Older, um, five five really 
prolific well maybe not prolific um i think justina ireland's only done one star wars book so far but anyway a variety of voices in this new star wars canon book era so it's a good mix i think not for sure i mean you got claudia you would have had as a claudia gray and probably kevin scott but you know they're you get all these other people involved, and you just kind of you just gonna feel safe. You feel nice and warm by the light. You, you know yes, it's gonna well, be okay. Yeah, and I mean Charles Soule has done so much great work in the comics, um, so it's always a pleasure to see his name pop up in any in any publishing venture um, because he's done such great work in the comics, especially with like the Darth Vader series. Mm. Um, the second Darth Vader series, that was Charles Soule. So, you know, he can he can write anything. Always happy to have him on board. Plus, my personal favorite, Claudia Gray, who I would <laughs> do anything for. I've loved all of her Star Wars <laughs> novels. So I'm, of course, was super enthusiastic when she was one of the authors that was announced to be working on this project. I am currently making my way through all the Star Wars books, <laughs> trying to, and I gotta say, Claudia Gray is a, has a has a specific kind of voice that like the other authors don't don't have. She has a she, I like her style. At this point, I think I just have to read Princess of Alderaan and Lost Stars. She did Lost Stars, right? Yes, Lost Stars, Bloodlines, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and Master and Apprentice. Okay, yeah, so I just need those other two. <laughs> someday, someday soon. But uh, anyway, so like Kat said, we're recording on February 24th, pretty much just live reacting to everything that goes on. And, you know, before we started recording, some, some heavy stuff already dropped. So uh, let's, let's, let's dive into some of that. Specifically, I think we should start with the uh, actual first book. Yes. They announced. Yes. But did that did that leak? I feel like that leaked. That leaked. Yes, it leaked before the presser this evening, and it actually, without a without a cover, a listing popped up this morning. Um, Ooh. That didn't even have a title. It was just um, the release date and a, a brief blip. Um, and then closer, as we got closer, uh, a cover actually dropped, and you're gonna have to go remind me what it is. Um, light of the now. Jedi. Find it. The light of the Jedi, and yeah. it's gonna be a novel written by Charles Soule, which is exciting because at least I think he has written other novels, but I'm most familiar with his work the through the work. Star Wars comics. So it will be. I'm very curious to see how that translates into a full-length novel and pretty excited because i've loved his star wars comic work so was he an author on the poe dameron stuff by any chance why are you asking me hard questions that i can't answer i don't know lady just because um, you have jedi reading powers and just because i have jedi reading powers yes so charles soul wrote the poe dameron okay or at least at least a big chunk of it i don't right. know if he wrote the whole series but he definitely wrote a chunk of it then i can say i am definitely familiar with some of his work and i approve <laughs> yeah since no, i have not like caught up on the vader comic so 
It looks like he did do the whole Poe Dameron run. So, oh, excellent. Yes. Yeah, which I also really enjoyed. And if you listen to this podcast at all, you know I've talked about the Poe Dameron comic a lot. It's so. true. <laughs> so, um, I'm a fan. And I like Last Shot, too. So, a little love for Daniel Do- Jose over there. I yes. really love the horror vibes that particular novel gave me with the mm-hmm. crazy body, mad body science horror. It, it was awesome. But anyway... Light of the Jedi, Star Wars, The High Republic, supposedly 200 years before the Skywalker saga is what we're seeing on the on the Twitters. Yes. So um, according to the people that are at the presser right now, um, this publishing venture, Project Luminous, is supposedly going to be what publishing was to Star Wars between episode six and episode one. And then between episode three and the Disney era. Right. So it's going to be a huge push um, in the publishing sector. Lots of books, lots of comics. Um, I guess, presumably, as we bide our time until the new movies or whatever comes next on the big screen will be. We got The Mandalorian. We're getting Kenobi. We're getting Cassian. I'm kind of like... I, I saw some people refer to it as a new dark age, but is it really? No. No? Okay. Not All right. even close. Okay. I mean, given that we really only experienced some of that, I mean, I think if you have new Star Wars coming to the screen in some variety, um, there's been a rumor dropped that we're going to get two new animated series. Um, that rumor's been floating around in addition to at least two, the two other live action TV shows that we know about. So I really don't think you can call this a dark age for Star Wars. I think that only would apply if you only consider Star Wars to be what you see in the movie theater and nothing else. Which is fine if that's the way you want to consume your Star Wars, of course. How but... uncivilized. <laughs> but I mean... I think it's bogus to say that we're entering some dark age when there's clearly so much happening. Right. Personally. So I'm just interested to see how this. So, okay. Project Luminous is like you're saying, or like Twitter saying, it's supposed to act as a buffer between cinematic to theatrical releases. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm just wondering how that's going to gel with the stuff we are still getting, like the TV shows and the cartoons and whatnot. Because that's, that's different. Back in the day, between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace and Episode 3 in the Disney era, there wasn't really much. Disney Before the Disney era, we had the Clone Wars cartoon, which was something. Yes. But that was it. Well, so right now, there's already a saturation, for lack of a better term, of Star Wars content. So I just find it interesting that they're, you, they're phrasing it that way, that they're trying to yeah. fill in a, a gap that, to me, to my eyes and ears really isn't there but i could be biased well it could be that they're trying to keep fans engaged on all levels i mean if you're not gonna do big screen movies which draw in more than just kind of the really diehard fans you know move you know everyone will go well maybe not everyone but a lot of people just (laughs) lay public Lay we'll public. go see a star. Lay public. <laughs> it's better than plebes. Knights uh, of we'll the public. <laughs> we'll go see a Star Wars movie because you know, hey, it's a Star Wars movie. 
But, you know, there's definitely the, the more into it, the people that are really in fandom that like to consume all of it. And so I guess from that perspective, I see I see Project Luminous as more of a way to keep, like, those people more invested. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's also taking place in an era that hasn't previously really been touched, I think, by the Legends content and definitely not in the, the current canon at all. And 200 years before hasn't really been touched in the Legends stuff? And the old Well, EU? they had... Well, well, I don't know. I didn't read most of the old <laughs> EU or barely any of it, really. So <laughs> I can't really say. I mean, they had like the old Republic, but that yeah. was like old thousands, old right? Republic. Like thousands yeah. of years. Yeah. Um, and even like I feel like they had some like Dawn of the Jedi stuff, too, which I have not read any of. Um, I've seen the cover for that one. So, yeah. <laughs> So it definitely exists somewhere. <laughs> so so I do. I think this is kind of, um, you know, a prequel to the prequels. It's an era that's kind of like we've heard about. And they've been dropping hints about this in the new Star Wars comic that just started in January. Right? Yes, January. The and Kylo Ren even, And even in the Kylo Ren comic, um, which I am not caught up with. But I do know there have been a few dropped hints in that one as well. So they've been laying, they're laying the groundwork a little bit. But what I thought was interesting was that they've actually apparently uh, at this uh, presser is that they've actually said that um, the idea for this massive connected story was actually pitched back in 2014. Wow. So this idea has been percolating for a while. Maybe not the way we're getting it now, but, well, no, that would have been after the Disney acquisition, right? Because that was 2012. Oh, right. You're right. Excuse me. I was, yeah, I was confusing you with the but Force pre- Awakens release date. Yeah, yes, never mind. Yeah, yeah 2012, but you're right. Pre, pre-Force Awakens, right, right. Uh-huh. pre-sequel trilogy release. So this idea has definitely been percolating for a while, um, which I think is kind of interesting. And kind of cool. And it seems like there's a lot, like they're approaching this very seriously, I guess. Um, You know, there's been a lot of work. They've gone to Skywalker Ranch and had meetings together. And they've actually brought in concept artists to... um, to work up concept art uh, for <laughs> for the for Project Luminous, um, including Ian McKaig, who of course did a lot of the concept art for the prequel trilogy. So that's pretty exciting. I mean, it seems it seems like they've been very dedicated to making this a very cohesive project storyline that will be yeah. <laughs> how many times can we say project? <laughs> project Luminous. Um it's in the title. Making it very cohesive across everything, all all of the the media that we'll be seeing, which I think is pretty cool. So that gives me a little pause though, you know, bringing in these uh cinematic concept artists back into mm-hmm. the fold. For me, that kind of spells out an eventual end game of some sort of some sort of I don't know if Disney Plus content or a feature film. Mm. You know what would be honestly cool for me is I'd kind of like to see an animated series. Uh-huh. 
with Dave Filoni doing weird force stuff in the High Republic area era. Uh, um, there is a loth wolf cool. in that concept art. So there is a loth wolf in the concept. We see you, art. Dave. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you poking out in the back there with your little cowboy hat uh, yeah well it's a, that was concept art by Phil Noto um, who's actually done a lot of the like comic covers and actually drew a couple of the comics as well um, I think he did the Chewbacca miniseries he, he drew that but yes there is a Loth Wolf in some concept art by Phil Noto so Dave, Dave Filoni's fingers are in this somewhere <laughs> <laughs> a oh, little bit. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. There's a video. Oh wait, who who just released a video? Star Wars did. Star Wars. Hundreds <gasps> of years before the Skywalker saga, the Galactic Republic is at its height, protected Ooh. by the Jedi Knights, guardians of peace and justice throughout the galaxy. Your cat. <gasps> let me let me share this with you, huh? I'm I'm look. I found it. I'm oh, looking at it. it right now. Please bear with us as we watch this awesomeness. Yeah, that that video is pretty awesome. Um, we're in for a treat. So right off the bat, after having watched that, it sounds like we're finally going to see like legit Jedi. Like, you know, what we've been told they've been what they're yes. supposed to be, not generals in war. That's interesting. I don't think we've ever really seen that before. Yeah. What is a true Jedi Knight? And. All right, all right. You had me already, but now you got me even more, Star Wars. That's a uh, good on you. <laughs> what scares the Jedi? Oh, that is totally killer. Yeah. So what they're what they're kind of billing this is the Jedi are the knight, quote unquote, knights of the Round Table. So very Arthurian, and they're going to be fighting against space Vikings, and it revolves around this question of what scares the Jedi, and there's some disaster that's going to happen um that is i don't know gonna kick everything off so it sounds like we're getting it looks based on those quick little flashes of uh of concept art we're gonna get some spooky dark side type of monsters just wrecking stuff (laughs) what they do best you think it's gonna be sith related i because by this at, still, at this point the Sith are still considered extinct, right? So yes, yeah, so I don't think they're really considered Sith. I think it's something else. Um, I'm trying to find. There have been lots of people tweeting about this. You can go on and either search hashtag Project Luminous, or there are various people that have been covering this, and you can, um, you know. So there's a lot of information out there. But from I think I saw a tweet somewhere. Now, of course. I'll never be able to find it, but (laughs) (laughs) you know how it goes. Um, That the the enemy here, they're called the Nile, spelled N-I-H-I-L, are are not Sith. They're and that's that's what makes them different. Like they're not. um, Well, they look like bounty hunters to me, just like edgy looking bounty hunters, just off the just at first glance. Yes. These covers are cool too. Yeah, so they've okay, so we <laughs> 
you're getting this is a live reaction podcast, which is why it sounds super so disjointed. Weird. Yeah, sorry we about that, but bounce yeah. <laughs> all over the place. So previously, we mentioned that it, um, the first novel that's coming is Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Ooh. And and then this is going to into the continue. dark. Well, yeah. Wait, wait, sorry, wait, sorry. Wait. I just You're saw not, it. I just uh, saw it. I just saw jumping it. Jumping ahead. I got um, excited. Justina Ireland is writing a middle grade book called A Test of Courage that features a 16-year-old Jedi Knight as the main character. Then there's going to be a High Republic comic written by Kevin Scott. Um, of Dooku Lost fame and other comics. Uh, and then, yes, our master, Claudia Gray, is going to write Into the Dark. <laughs> our master. <laughs> um, and that's a Lucasfilm press book, which I think tends to be more young adults, like Lost Stars. So it will probably be something, I mean, maybe, I shouldn't say similar, but something something like that from Claudia Gray. Um, and then a High Republic adventure comic from IDW Publishing by Daniel Jose Older. And that's phase one, quote unquote. Um, I'm currently I'm currently scrolling through the Star Wars Explained uh, Twitter feed <laughs> for a quick rundown. Um, there are apparently more stories and more licensees that are coming in the future. Yeah. So we'll see what, yeah. those, my, my what wallet, those involve. My wallet hurts. My wallet is hurting. <laughs> my wallet's crying. Well, so far, well, I guess I don't know how long the comic series are going to go. I was like, so far, three books and some comics aren't bad. But <laughs> if those comic series go on for <laughs> 25 go for or 30 issues. <laughs> <laughs> may change your tune change my tune <laughs> but yeah so it looks like this is kind of the first the first wave that we're seeing right now um which is cool and it it kind of feels like in some respects people are jumping around a little bit like i don't know if daniel jose older has ever written a comic before maybe he has and i'm just unaware um but that's kind of cool that people are kind of jumping around in terms of what they're what they're writing. Kevin Scott has previously done he's done a bunch of writing for the um the Star Wars Adventures published by IDW um which is kind of a, a younger but actually really enjoyable. I love the Star Wars Adventure comics. Um and he's done a lot of writing for that series that's still currently ongoing. Um, so that'll be interesting to see him jump from that to the Marvel comics. Yeah, I'm calling it now. This is going to lead to a film. You think? Yeah. I would. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Or something on Disney Plus or something like that. Something. We're, we are getting. We are getting a film, a filmic, cinematic type of endgame like there's too much going into this they're, they're building up to something this is phase because he said phase one okay let's use the marvel yes. let's use the marvel uh lingo these are all yeah. the individual movies leading up to the avengers the avengers in this case is gonna be a series or a movie calling it right now mm. now if that's true mm -hmm. say you're right previously on the show and i know this has come up in other various fandom spaces as well We've talked about, you know, how 
how much background should you have to have to be able to enjoy a Star Wars? Ah, uh, yes, my old friend. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> so, so if this is leading up to a movie, do you think that's a? I mean, how do you feel about that? If that it does end up being true, if this ends up jump making the transition from you know, comics and novels to some sort of screen cinematic version. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's the right call? I mean, well, sorry, go. I, I'd imagine that if this did end up being some sort of film or a show that it wouldn't be as, I don't want to say involved, but as it would be more accessible to a general audience than the Mm -hmm. books and comics. So, Obviously, it would connect, I think, but not as much as some of the hardcore fans that have been following the whole project from Mm -hmm. tonight moving forward or August moving forward (laughs) would like it to. But I also never thought Darth Maul would show up in a mainstream movie again. So I don't know. It's again. It's it's I I, it's a it's a dance I have with this with this argument because I don't know. My inner Star Wars geek loves the idea of yes, give me books, give me comics, give me podcasts, give me, give me everything, and then have it all connect with each other. On the other hand, yeah, I mean, people shouldn't have to read everything to enjoy a movie to its full potential. So it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I love it when stuff like this is interconnected and you get you get these things brought in from other places um, and, uh, you know, taking, taking little bits and, you know, to be quite honest, I don't always, um, I don't always remember this stuff. Like I'm going back and I'm rereading all of the comics right now and finally finishing some of them that I've just been ignoring. And there's definitely hints that have been pulled, you know, like you see something and you're like, wait, this was, in this book or that got mentioned somewhere else. So, I mean, there are these little interconnected um, pieces floating around. And if you are really good about remembering all of that, but, and I mean, I do, I do like it, you know, in, in stuff like the movies and solo or in rogue one, where we get the ghost or you get Darth Maul, Dathomir, um, well, actually those are two very good examples because the ghost and chopper and rogue one, we see that we lose our mind. Nobody, some a casual fan sees it. They have no idea what it is. It doesn't affect the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mall, mall is a major reveal in yes, solo. Yes, a player. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love those two examples you brought up for that reason because they highlight both sides of the balance, the scale, mm-hmm. if you if you will. Yeah. So it will be. It'll be interesting to see where this ends up or how many phases it's going to have because we don't actually know. (laughs) Does it just go on forever? I mean, it would be interesting if if they're using this break in the movies to kind of pave the way for the next era of Star Wars films, I guess I could say. But, but I, I do, I do think that Star Wars should remain accessible to the random everyday person who doesn't give a crap if there are <laughs> comics. I mean, 
you know, like we enjoy reading those and we like we, you know, we we like that, but not everybody should have to do that to enjoy a Star Wars movie. So it would be interesting if that does happen to see how it's balanced. Well, you know, too, it seems like, OK, so this is going back back in time. Who's to say yes. that this isn't a gateway to the Old Republic? That's also very true. It could be kind of the first diving board for exploring, yes, much farther back into Star Wars history. So that actually makes sense to me. So the casual fan will just see Star Wars The High Republic movie. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Oh, that that was a neat movie. I hated it. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, us, our, us hardcore uh, enthusiasts, will have all this other stuff in mind already going even farther back. It's like, oh, they talked about this thing in Project uh, Luminous, and they talked about that. <laughs> don't, you, don't you laugh at me. Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. Oh, you're laughing at me. <laughs> laughing with you. <laughs> but, but anyway, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm rambling, but you know what I mean. Yes, no, I do know, I do know what you mean. Oh my gosh. So that could be the safe bet to make everybody happy. Potentially, potentially. I mean, I'm very excited to see a bunch of Jedi being Jedi before the Republic ended. Um, So that's definitely cool. Um, And just kind of the wide range. There are cool lightsabers, there's a whole variety of different Jedi. They are very, very much leaning into the fantasy aspect of Star Wars and this imagery. Yes. Well, I mean, when they talk about as it a Jedi Knights of the Round Table and kind of that Arthurian legend, uh-huh. which certainly these days has a certain fantasy aspect to it. Um, that's probably not, maybe not so surprising that they're leaning into leaning into that imagery, but you're right. No, it definitely, definitely has that, definitely has that feel to it. (laughs) I'm excited that they get outfit changes. (laughs) We saw, Uh, saw it. Me, I'm a dollar fan. (laughs) Is excited they're getting uh, outfit changes. Clothes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're darn, you're darn right. I am. So they make this a movie. That means they're going to have a different outfit for every scene in the movie. Yes. Yes, bring it, bring it. They're going to have a different outfit on every time they cut back to one another in a conversation, a single conversation. They will have different outfits. Yes, that would be hilarious. (laughs) That's a lot of action figures. What? (laughs) What? I'm not too big on fantasy. Yes, that's true. We've had this. This has come up in the podcast before. Or maybe not in the podcast, but we've definitely had this. It might have come up in the podcast. Well, if it hasn't, I'm not big on high fantasy stuff. So aesthetically, this isn't vibing with me too much. But hey, man, it's Star Wars. I'm totally, I'm on board. I'm open minded. And the concept itself just sounds freak. It sounds freaking killer. Again, I'm excited to see legit Jedi for the first time. Well, I love fantasy. So this is definitely right up my alley. But I mean, I think it will be still the space fantasy. You know, they. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally. also also the the Wild West vibes. I mean, even in this in the in the trailer, which you can see now basically on all social media and it's at Star Wars dot com. 
as well. I mean, they talk about, you know, the the Republic, there's still a lot of dispute at the borders and the outer rim, and it's kind of, you know, like the the lawless West. And when Jedi go out there, they're more Texas Rangers than than anything else. So there's, you know, I feel like probably will have more of that kind of high fantasy aspect just because it's an era of peace and prosperity and flowy robes and all that stuff. And, <laughs> and costume changes. And costume changes. <laughs> and, and, but at the same time, I think that they're still going to be incorporating all of these kind of other Star Wars elements, you know, the Western vibes, the space, um, space fantasy that we love in fact i see i see a note on eh, on twitter now about claudia gray's book into the dark and apparently according to this tweet um it's going to be about a jedi who has to figure out who he is but this other character that he's on an adventure with is the daughter of a shipping magnet and Aww, it's a coming of age story yeah you know there'll probably be some <laughs> romance but the cover to me reads very like aside from the laser sword it reads very sci-fi, sci-fi. to me like i i totally get sci-fi space vibes from that so you know i don't think you need to worry too much about it falling over the edge into this fantasy no no i was I, I was just talking about the aesthetic that of the images we've gotten so far but you're right into mm-hmm. the dark does lean more into the sci-fi vibe that i that i tend to be drawn to more but but i mean also like the 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 artwork of the villains the nile that we've seen so far i mean that's pretty not what i would consider fantasy that's like more steampunk uh, <laughs> ste- yeah or um mad max Oh yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's kind of got that dystopian uh you know, dystopian we scrounged up whatever we could find tire leather to cheek. it. Yeah. <laughs> tire leather and metal chic. <laughs> but yeah. Um so so I feel like you know, this is gonna kind of touch on on like we're gonna get a little bit of all of that so hopefully hopefully it will make us all happy and not unsatisfied because we didn't get what we wanted well not on this podcast anyway we we both had our theories and we both ended up being wrong (laughs) that's right oh yeah we should have we should have started we should have started with that yeah (laughs) we're not we're not bitter though see that's how unimportant it is that's we just dove in into what we were getting and then we remembered oh yeah we were wrong we're not salty though we're excited. Although I still kind of want my Jedi origin story, just just saying at some point. <laughs> Please. Um oh my gosh. Total brain fart. I think I think what um what I'm excited well, okay, let's see. So in a tweet from Clayton Sandell, he said characters will appear in multiple books and comics which presumably is to help with the interconnectedness but they're going to be and this was a point that was made by someone else is they're going to be all different stories like it's not going to be the same story retold in different formats for different age levels right there are going to be new characters different stories it's just all occurring at the same time and around the same events or maybe you know involving some of the same events and same characters so just of note 
I'm going to do another bookshelf. (laughs) With all of this concept art that we're seeing, I'm going to need them to make an art book about this because if they're if they're doing all of that um yeah i'm gonna need a big fat art book to look at (laughs) so yes so i i think uh again this is a bear with us this has been a live react episode we did not plan this we just started recording and got on twitter so Hence the the weirdness in in, the, in today's episode, but I think we've reached the end of the event. Everything that's been talked about has been talked about. Yes, yes, um, I believe so. It's over now. We've gotten all the information that we are currently getting for today. Cool. So, any final thoughts before we start wrapping up this strange, strange little episode? <laughs> Um, I guess my final thought is, I mean, I'm a huge since since I've gotten back into the Star Wars fandom and they've they scrapped the old EU and made it Legends and have started the new canon, which I've actually been keeping up on this time around. You know, I have been loving the comics. I've been loving the books. So I'm definitely excited to see kind of a huge interconnected adventure um happen so i really like the team of authors that they've put together and yeah i think it's gonna be i'm excited basically what basically (laughs) (laughs) and yes and Um, yes 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 no no but uh i'm looking forward to being challenged again this disney era star wars has challenged me a few times with some of their content and in the end, each time I've been challenged, it has ended with me being more open minded and more, you know what? That's cool. I It was surprising at first, but I know why you did it, and that's cool. And I just love what the potential for this is teasing so much. And I think I already picked up my favorite character in this whole thing just based on the concept art. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us who that is? Uh, the green lady with the blue lightsaber. <laughs> the green lady with the blue light. I'm gonna have to go look at the concept art again. Was that in the Phil Noto concept art? No. No, it's in the. Well, I'm looking at the Jedi Temple attire one by. Oh. Elisa Serio. Okay. I guess. I, I guess she's the one that's gonna be in the young adult novel. Oh. All right. I dig it. I dig it. I need to go. I need to go look through <laughs> I need to go look through all the pretty pictures because I'm not sure. I'm just really excited that there's a bunch of different aliens right. that are showing as like Jedi that are showing up in the concept art. So, yeah, bring it on. I'm here for it. Well, gr- Green Chick is giving me major Ahsoka vibes, so mm. So there's that reasoning. <laughs> Got it, got it. But uh, yeah, again, open-minded. Um, I'm hyped, I'm excited. Star Wars isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of got reservations on is trying to keep up with you with, with all this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried about having to keep up with all of this too. 
I mean, we're there's a there's going to be a bunch of Star Wars comics that are already ongoing, and I have already fallen behind on all of those. So I'm the books. I'm not worried about this. The comics, keeping up with the comics, that's going to be that's where my challenge lies. But I'm looking forward to it. The designs look really cool, so I'm actually I am looking forward to having the visual aspect of the comics to look at and see this unfold um i mean we know that i'm a huge prequels fan and i love the prequel aesthetics so i'm excited to see more of that so bring it on any bring it on. any mention of a toy line by the way no huh? right no <laughs> right now it's all just publishing and i as far as i know currently there's no plans for toys or anything like that. Okay. That's what it sounds like. I mean, that could change maybe based on how successful things are. Maybe they would eventually do that, but... They're going to wait for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. I see, yeah, see what you did uh, You know, if you're nervous, you could, can you just imagine how I'm feeling? <laughs> I start trying to keep up with you with the reading is like it's it's insane. It's it is insane. It drives me crazy. I admire you so much and I hate you so much at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm reading Dark Disciple and I'm loving it. Oh, I got I got pretty far. Ooh. I'm probably ahead of cat right now. Oh, I already read it like five times in the last ten minutes. Oh, oh stop. Okay. You were ahead of me for a while, and then I decided I couldn't let that stand, so then I had to read <laughs> and pass you. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, we're doing a Dark Disciple book club uh, probably next week. Yes, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. Uh, in this situation, Cat Ray is Count Dooku, and I am either a Sash Ventress or Quinlan Boss. <laughs> I, I still haven't decided who I am in this situation. Force lightning. Uh, ah. Read faster. <laughs> read faster. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I'm Quinlan, and I'm trying to kill you. That's that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Until I turn you to the dark side. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so a lot to. Uh, think about a lot to mentally digest and i'm sure this is just the tip of the iceberg that's that we got this week i'm pretty sure the rest of the week's gonna bring new information new leaks new descriptions and we're all looking forward to it and looking forward to podcasting about it later on and august is gonna be a scary month for us book fans that's yes. all i gotta say yeah so light of the jedi is going to be released august 25th which happens to be right before star wars celebration <gasps> so i would guess that this will probably also have a huge presence at star wars celebration so look forward to more information then that so far that's the only release date we have i don't believe they had release dates for anything else but i'm assuming it will all be in the back half of this year so if you want to share your thoughts with us about everything we just talked about, other theories, you think they're going to make a movie or not, you want them to have different outfits throughout the entire run, like Cat Ray does. <gasps> oh my gosh, I just had the best idea what? that I need to tweet at somebody. What? Paper, doll, paper dolls. 
like oh my god little <laughs> no this would be so cool you have like little jedi figures and then you could put them in their like different jedi outfits no adrian this would, this would make so much money maybe not but i think that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see her face. She's so happy. Anyway, you want to share any... I'm just thinking about the outfit changes. <laughs> you want to share any thoughts with us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcasts and our webpage, bluelabpro.com slash Podcast. If you want to at me directly, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at bluelabpro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray, and we'll definitely be retweeting and sharing some of this information on our socials. So definitely check us out there. <laughs> For show. Sure. Uh, until then, though, uh, you guys take care and may the force be with you. We have spoken. From Blue Lab Productions, thanks for listening to Force Fan Podcast with Adrian, Cat Ray, and John. Edited and produced by Adrian Misa with original music composed by Brooke Monroe and original art by Mitsu Overstreet. Please rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All rights reserved. <laughs> <laughs>